1: Yo, party people, it's Ashley of singlewomenchronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is brought to you by my books, Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story Kinda, How to Extra X: Your Ex, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. These books can be picked up at Amazon.com, Audible, Books on Google Play, Apple Books, as well as Barnes & Noble. And I also want to shout out to, I don't know how to pronounce this, Model Loans. <laughs> Um, if you are not watching this and you're listening to this, if you click the link that says DIY nails, then you'll see it. But Model loans is this gel polish, y'all. They are not paying me to say this. But, um, a while ago when I felt like nail salons were out of their rabbit mind (laughs) um, and charging so much to get manis and petties, I started doing them on my own. Um, and I had a gel nail kit from Jellish and Jellish, theirs is cool, but it was like over a hundred bucks. And for my toes, those bad boys, if I put gel on my toes myself would last like a month, sometimes six weeks, but my nails, it would last for maybe like three, four days before they started to chip. So I put these bad boys on, on Friday and yeah, they're all, they're still on like, yeah, they're, they're doing great. So they're really good and they're cheaper. So their gel nail kit is only like $34 y'all like, and it comes with the, what do you call it? Um, I was going to say the heating lamp. <laughs> it comes with the dryer thingy. You know what I'm talking about? That dries the gel nails. It comes with polish base. Um, you, cause you're going to need a base. You're going to need your top coat as well as the polish itself and a whole bunch of fun things. But if you click DIY Nails then you can see it but yeah shout out to them because they yeah they they got a good product here for low price now I'm going to tell y'all already y'all if y'all have been listening to me for a while y'all already know every time I record and like outside just want to be real loud and today's they're doing something outside of my apartment and I already know it's going to be loud every single time y'all record the same day every week and this always happens I don't know I don't know. It's it's a plot. I always say it's the plot of the enemy to get me to stop, but we like Diddy in this piece. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> so we're not going to stop. So although I'm entitling, entitling this episode triggered by homecoming, it's really more so a rant of the things that I've been thinking about lately. But I did want to begin with talking about being triggered by homecoming because I don't know if it's just me, but homecoming triggers me. And it triggers me because you start to, for some reason, homecoming can sometimes put you in the mindset of like, where I was supposed to be since I've graduated because homecoming is really for the alumni in my opinion because it's called homecoming, you're coming home back to your school. (laughs) Um, And many times it reminds you of your college years, also your postgraduate years if you haven't arrived where you feel like you should have arrived by now, right? So it triggers me because one, in college, this is transparent, y'all know I like to keep it straight up 100, real funky with y'all, very vulnerable. In college, like, I mean, we can take it back to school, like elementary school, I was bullied for a few years in middle school, I was cool when I was in Mississippi. I'm from Mississippi, for those who don't know. I moved from Mississippi to Seattle, Washington for a year, and that was my eighth grade year. And so I was cool my sixth and seventh grade year, finally felt like I was fitting in. And then when I moved to Seattle, Washington, it was, it was a culture shock. You guys have to understand I'm coming from Jackson, Mississippi. If you've ever been to Seattle, it is like a complete shift in culture. I didn't quite fit in there. I was bullied a little when I was in Seattle. And then at age 14, my freshman year in high school, I moved to Atlanta. Atlanta was cool, like school was cool in Atlanta. Um, I felt a little behind because Atlanta is more fast paced than Seattle as well as Jackson, Mississippi. Um, But yeah, so then going into college, um, I was kind of finding my way and just, can I feel, did I feel like I fit in? But if you keep hearing me say fit in, it was like this overemphasis for the need to belong, right? Now, I always talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how when, at, from, a, from a psychological level, we all need have a sense of belonging. Like we need to feel like we belong somewhere, right? But there should always, there should never be like an overemphasis on fitting in to spaces where, you may not fit into because it's okay. Like I feel like sometimes we take it too extremely. Like We want everybody to like us, but not everyone's gonna like you. And that's okay. And I think for too long, I was ignoring the fact that I was fitting in a lot of places, but I was upset that I wasn't fitting into the places I felt that I should've, like with the in crowd. And I allowed that to make me feel low in self-esteem sometimes because I'm like, well, I know I fit in over here, but why don't these people like me? Why don't they accept me? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, what's crazy is the people that I was trying to fit in with, it wasn't that I couldn't like go and be around them and be cool. It was more so me. Like I was judging myself negatively. I was feeling like... I'm not at their standards, so I don't need to be over there. So a lot of the times, the things that I was thinking wasn't even true, because in adult life, when I started to follow these people on Instagram and social media and TikTok, Facebook, blah 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 blah, they would reach out to me like, "Oh, I like your blog," and blah blah blah, and all of this, and I'm just like, "Oh wow, I didn't even know you knew I existed," stuff like that. But it's like a lot of the times when homecoming comes around, it kind of puts you in that. That mindset of that little girl or that college girl or that high school girl that didn't fit in, you know. And I know for me, I I know I'm not alone in this. <laughs> and sometimes I have to fight that emotion to feel like, oh my god, like I'm overthinking going to homecoming. Like my outfit has to be perfect, my hair has to be perfect. Oh my god, I need to lose weight because I'm gaining weight and just blah blah blah. Like this year, I really was like, we're not doing that because you're really tripping because. <laughs> want one, you too old to be worried about that kind of stuff. And yeah, you're not where you want to be. You're still trying to accomplish your goals, trying to reach your, you know, your place in the world or your place in your life. But at the same time, like, you shouldn't be feeling like you have to be somewhere in order to enjoy going back around your old classmates. So I just really had to to fight that urge and fight that feeling. Like, I know this isn't like live and interactive but i know i'm not alone like anybody else feel that way comment below if you do (laughs) like because i just felt like so triggered and so much pressure and like all of this and i'm just like what is going on here this is just this is ridiculous why am i feeling like this (laughs) it was just too much but um i still ended up having a good time um I acted irresponsibly, I treated um, my homecoming like I was in college, and I guess you can call that a success, because, I mean, oh, why not? <laughs> like, that's what you, you're supposed to do, right? Um, but yeah, so I definitely wanted to touch on that thing. What else do I want to talk about? TV shows. Okay, let's let's get into From Scratch. I don't even know, I'm going to say spoiler alert. Because if you haven't watched from scratch, don't keep listening. Because I'm about to, I'm not going to spill everything, but I'm going to just tell y'all it is the best, most depressing show I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, I just, I was just so pissed. I was just so upset. I was very upset about it. I was very upset. I don't even think I want to talk about it because I just, I mean, It kind of tells you what's going to happen in the beginning, like the first three minutes, but you kind of still have hope. And then your hope is crushed. And then to think, this show is based on a true story. Like that poor, poor woman. That poor, poor woman. Lord have mercy. And what's crazy about it is, so this is a spoiler, so again, stop listening if you have not seen from scratch. What's crazy about it is, Um, everyone wants to experience a love like that. Well, I'm not going to say everyone. Most people will never experience a love like that. And it's such a beautiful love. It was, it showed you what real love is supposed to be. Like, to me, that's the God, that's the love God wants for us. Like, that's the, the love that it conquers all. Like, it conquers all. That's the type of love I want. But then it's like, dang, you get to experience this kind of love and then you lose it so abruptly. Like, wow, Does it makes you afraid to even want to love like that. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I don't want to love like this unless you go um, take him. Take me first. Take me first, Lord. I don't want to feel the loss of this. Take me first. But it's just so well written. It was just so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. Just so wonderful uh fast forwarding um can we talk about love is blind season three spoiler alerts as well as ready to love season what season we are ready to love season five so both of these are dating shows, and these dating shows are starting starting to piss me off the reason they're starting to piss me off because they're
0: Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Carry at first sight. Because when these shows first started, you could tell that the intent was to truly find someone. Like, if we think about Love is Blind, we'll never find another um, Lauren and Cam. Like, the show was made. It should have been canceled after season one because, hello, when you reveal... this kind of show to the masses they're not gonna come on for the real intent they're gonna taint what the goal is and my issue with this and i even i can connect it back to something that i experienced last week so i went to a millennials night at my church elizabeth baptist church on cascade road in atlanta georgia shout out to bishop craig l oliver um we had a millennial night where we had to we got to come in and we a pastor spoke for like 15, 20 minutes. We did praise and worship, and then we, the audience, got to ask pastor questions. And so one of the young men he asked questions about being single. And he was like, Pastor, I'm single and I really do want marriage, but the media is pushing that marriage is work, marriage is horrible, people aren't getting married anymore, and just everything is all messed up. How do I keep hope? And the pastor, I don't feel like he directly answered the question because as a single person, I get what that person was asking. But because we have so many, so little pastors that are actually single that understand our experience from a single person living in 2020, 2021, 2022, like it's hard for them to answer that question because they don't get it. So I don't get upset when they can't answer our our question directly, but I do, my heart goes out because I'm kind of like, you're not answering us. (laughs) like because he gave more so advice on like what to do but that's not what the guy was asking like he told the guy like dating dating is an interview process don't put your emotions in before you interview that person and which was sound advice but the guy wasn't asking that he was asking like where do I find my hope when the media is telling me that this happy marriage is impossible because people are getting divorced every other day We're watching TV shows like Love is Blind, Ready to Love, Married at First Sight, and these folks is acting wild. They acting a monkey, okay? They acting a monkey from the male and the female side because watching Love is Blind, fam, I want to swing on the producers. (laughs) Like, that's how upset they're making me. Like, come they freak on. While we got somebody on this show That has the unmitigated gall, the audacity to look a woman in her face and say, now, listen, when I seen you in person. No, he's like, now, listen, when I seen Raven, she's gorgeous. I can tell people talk to her all the time. She'd be the type of girl that I would be with on the outside in the real world because she's fit. She's physically attractive, she don't have to work for it, but when I look at you, we got the emotions, so basically, you just looked me in my face and told me Raven is a baddie, and I'm an ugly duckling. I'm basically shrekisha. That's what you're telling me. I'm fiona, that's what you're telling me, sir, get out of my face i'm a spa- i'm about I'm about to smack her like why don't put real people on this show cause a real per- I don't care what y'all say a real person. Would have been swinging on somebody by now. It would be very loving hip hop if they put real people on Love is Blind. Then you got Sister Raven on the other side because me and I'm on y'all side with this one. Sister Raven is about deep as a puddle, she's about as deep as a small frosty from the Wendy's because you got this man telling you about his dreams his aspirations we ain't even gonna talk about how she did jumping jacks when this man was telling her about his mom i didn't really care because it was bartice or whatever his name is i don't like him anyway so whatever jumping jack right on through his segment because don't nobody care but it it pisses me off because you got she has this wonderful man in sk but I could tell she don't really like him. She never looks him in his eyes. She's never vulnerable. She makes light of everything he tries to tell her about his culture, which means that, like, she's just trying to get through and she's not trying to receive what he's trying to say. And then this man sits there and tells her, like, yeah, I'm in school, so, like, I got to cut back. I can't live like this. And she sits here and tells him, like, oh, well, I don't want to mess up, miss out on the lifestyle that I'm living just because you're in school. What? Do you know what marriage is? Marriage sacrifice, what is sacrificed, sweetie. What did you get? I know you read the rules of the show, but I already know you only came on here to promote your little Pilates business. I get it. I get it. And I ain't even saying your little Pilates business on no hating type of stuff, because I'm not that girl that be like, oh, you little this, you little that. I'm saying it because I don't like her. So <laughs> I don't, I can't even say I don't like her because I don't know that woman. I don't like the her that she's presenting or that's being presented on Love is Blind. I'll say that because I don't know this woman. So I don't like the that what, that's personality that's being presented. But what I do want to say is I really feel like these dating shows are making a mockery of the single experience. They're making a mockery of love. And it's really pissing me off. Because if you're trying to find hope in dating, if you're trying not to just be like, F it, I'm going to just date like everybody else, share folks, not really care. Like I'm just going to put a wall up and just make people chase me or I'm going to be a city girl and they just going to have to pay to play. Like if you really trying to do it the traditional way, the old school way, the way where you literally coming to love. You're coming into love. You have pure intentions. You're not trying to take advantage of nobody. You're not trying to hurt nobody. You literally, genuinely just want to experience love in its rawest form, like the show From Scratch, where you come in with your whole heart. That person comes in with your whole heart, and y'all love each other purely? But all you get to see is this BS and TV shows like Married at First Sight, Love is Blind, and Freaking Ready to Love. While all these these crazy people who come in, they have ill intentions from jump. They don't care nothing about no love. They not ready to love. Ain't been in nobody therapy. Ain't read nobody books. Ain't prayed to nobody God. They just out here spewing toxicity over the world with selfish intent. That's it. And I'm sick of it. Because that's not the reality. That is not the reality. Because the people that I know who are happily married, happily in relationships, this ain't how they move. But I'm tired of these shows out here making a mockery of the single experience, of the love experience. Like, please don't buy into it. It's just for TV. It is just for TV. Like, don't put your hopes in this BS because that's not the reality. And the people who are leading with these lifestyles they are not really happy. Like for real, for real. I'm not saying that the people don't get me wrong. Please don't twist what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the people who are out here on Instagram, on TikTok, who are like, Oh, I'm happily married this and that not happy. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about TV. I'm talking about the people out here who are telling you in order. Don't don't nobody love nobody no more. You gotta put your um guard up and don't don't trust these niggas and don't trust these females and don't do this and I'ma lead with my guard up and they gotta pay to the play. Them folks, the people that's speaking like that, they not happy. You you can't be happy like that because your guard is up. When your guard is up, you can't fully receive love. You always on the defense. So how can you receive it? Now, I'm not telling you to have your wall down. I'm telling you to have discernment and to leave with your head first and let your heart follow. Don't just be falling for any old body. But I don't want you to be out here buying into the hype that this is all there is to offer. That's what we seeing on TV, like, or what we seeing on social media, what we seeing in the relationships um, with celebrities. Because I said it when I talked about Tia and Tamara. I mean, not Tia and Tamara, when I talked about Tia and Corey, like, just because their relationship ended, like, we should not make idols of other people's relationships. We shouldn't make idols of these TV shows. We shouldn't lose hope just because of someone else's experience. Like, stay in your lane. Focus on your focus. Find hope in the positive places. Like, I find hope by watching shows like From Scratch, even though it was very, very sad. And watching shows like Black Love... And reading books like Marriage Be Hard with Kev, Fredericks, and Melissa, like, I find it in the places where people aren't looking for it. Like, I don't find it in the propaganda. Like, I'm finding it in the real areas that nobody's talking about. Because truth be told, the people who are the happiest out here, they are very quiet. They're at peace. And they're at in, in their quiet space. They're not telling everybody about it because they don't want it to be interrupted. So don't lose hope. Just don't lose hope because these shows are making a mockery out of the single experience and the love experience. Like, don't listen to it. We got to keep the hope alive because we'll never turn this dating atmosphere, this dating climate around if we are buying into the buffoonery that they're feeding us on TV. Like, come on, that can't be the model. That can't be it. Because these shows, their intent ain't good no more. Even if it started off good, it ain't good no more. So so we got to like you can watch it for entertainment, but don't watch it for your example, because no, you're going to be very disappointed. OK. All right. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about but I knew I was going to rant about something. So I hope this helped somebody. Y'all talk, you know, talk amongst yourselves, <laughs> discuss what I said. Let me know in the comments what y'all think. <laughs> so, yeah. But until next time, bye.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom all in the Kroger app.